are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. So this will be a topic that I'm sure I will talk about more than this time. In fact, as you can see by now, most of my podcast episodes are going to be these short hits. And the reason why is one, I am trying to flood you with input. You know, every day when I go on my walk, I call it my software update because our brain is a computer, essentially. And, you know, if you're 35 or older, you are 95% hardwired. So in order to rewire us, we need daily input. We need a daily update to our software. So, you know, you're just going to see from now on, I'm going to have a lot of shorter episodes more frequently. And that is just to program you. I'm trying to update you with positivity, all things that help you create your best self. So, Today, I want to talk about the power of unconditional love, and I'm speaking from a place of parenting. Okay, so for years, I was this authoritative parent. Now, we realize that we pretty much catch most of our behaviors, you know, behaviors are caught, not taught. And so while we always say that we're never going to turn out like our parents or never turn out like this or that, we usually end up modeling a lot of what we saw. And before I knew it, you know, my, my older kids, kind Kamele, were, you know, high school and university age, and I was still being this authoritative parent. And then I read a book that Eric had bought. He'd actually bought it for himself. And then he, he said, oh, you know, you're going to want to read this. It's called Hero. And it's by a, a pediatrician. She's a Christian pediatrician that really talked about the relationship you have with your father and how that is usually how you picture God, because the way that that relationship is here is just kind of how we just unconsciously see God in our eyes. So it really opened me up to what unconditional love was, how to show it, and how I was not showing it. I was this authoritative parent that was like, do as I say, you know, you do this, you do that, sometimes guilting, sometimes, you know, being um, manipulative, you know, silence things like that, that just not realizing the power in where that will, you know, pass on to them as they get older. I was a big time achiever. I would, you know, for lack of a better word, act, you know, meaning like I needed to do things, I think, to get approval from my parents. Again, I hope you guys always know when I say this, you know, I love you know, my parents, I don't want to judge them. And I don't because I realize that we do the best we can with what we know how. And it's the best gift you can give yourself is to say that, to remind yourself that with your parents, they did the best they could with what they knew how. Now, I wanted to share a story with you because it has a lot of power in why we need to show this unconditional love. 
So when I had my mohawk, um, my daughter, Camille, would braid my hair for me in the morning. You know, she would do these twin braids on top. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't take her long, but kids in the morning before they're getting ready for school, you know, it's like precious time, right? Because they could be sleeping in. So last year, I remember I had texted her and I'm like, hey, before we leave for school, you know, can you braid my hair? And I hadn't heard anything back from her, but that's not unusual because she's usually just getting ready. But you know, she'll come downstairs and then we'd have time. Well, I saw her come downstairs that day and she was, you know, busy. She started, you know, making her breakfast and stuff. And, you know, the whole time I'm thinking, cause I was having a really bad hair day. So I'm like, oh man, you know, I wanted to do my, my hair. And then before we knew it, she was like, okay, I've got to leave now. And I was like, Camille, my hair. She's like, mom, I don't, I don't have time. We got to go. And I was about to go into this guilting mode. Now, don't get me wrong. I did say to her, I go, ah, man, I really wanted you to do it. I don't want to have to fix my hair today. And, you know, she was like, I'm sorry, you know, and, and just really kind of brushed it off. Now the kids went to go get in the car and I went into my bedroom and I had this moment. I'm like, man, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, when we kind of get mad, it really is just from a hurt feelings place. At least for me, it is. And I was like, man, and I'm going to all these stores. I'm like, I do so much for this kid, you know, and she can't even like spend five minutes doing my hair and I'm going through this. And then I realize I remember this book and the power in how, you know, while yes, I did want her to do my braids, I never want to show that what you do is what makes me love you, what makes me pour into you and what makes me converse with you. So it took everything in me. I'm not kidding. Because remember, I'm rewiring myself at this point. And um, we get in the car and probably in typical fashion, I would have just been quiet. And it would just be because my feelings were hurt. And, you know, I didn't know really how to, to deal with that and process it. So, but instead of doing that this day, because I've been really doing the work on myself and working on you know, not being this conditioned lover because I had just gone through really studying what unconditional love was and is, I just completely ignored that situation and really poured into her. Just talked to her and probably even more on that other side, overly loving and just ignored the fact that my feelings were hurt and that, you know, I wish that she had done it now. She got to school and, you know, I don't usually hear from her during like the morning school hours or whatever. But this day I received a text from Kamele and she said, hey, mom, by the way, when I, I get home, I'll braid your hair and tomorrow I'll make sure that, well, what happened was, let me rewind. I replied and I said, oh, it's okay. You know, I took a shower and, you know, my hair's fixed. And she goes, well, I'll get up tomorrow a little bit earlier and I'll braid your hair. And I just had this moment. I'm like, man. This is where and why this unconditional love is so important. I didn't need to guilt her into doing anything. I didn't need to, you know, give her the silent treatment or anything. I just poured more love into her. And what happened in return? She wanted to pour love into me. And it was a beautiful thing because I think there's been many times I have guilted my kids and become this authoritative parent in you know, making them do things. And, you know, I, I also was like that. I, I did things out of, you know, being guilted or whatever, and it never felt good. 
And it also bled over into my relationship with God. I felt like I had to do things. It wasn't out of desire. It was out of, well, I have to do this. Fast forward to now having a real relationship with God. It's out of desire. I want to read more. I want to pray more because of the love, not because I have to. So I hope that this short little story today just sheds a little bit of light on that unconditional love and how you can do it in so many areas of your life and how it's amazing when you pour love, true love into people, they want to show up for you. Just do this experiment for one day. I'm telling you, it's this quick that it works. And I mean, I've got five kids to test it on at home. And if I'm pouring love into them, I guarantee you by the end of the day, I've got cute little notes on my bed. I have my kids wanting to make my bed, do my laundry. They want to you know, they want to do things for you. And while I don't, I tell them you do not need to do anything in return. Like love is just a gift we give. It's just really cool to see the power of, you know, pouring in versus say me getting my feelings hurt and silent treating on the way to school. And more than anything, then modeling that to her, which then remember behaviors are caught. That'd be something she'd carry on into her relationships with others with someday her children and so forth and so forth. So today, go practice that unconditional love. Really put yourself second in that with your emotions, with your feelings, maybe you're hurt and see what happens. Okay, guys, another episode in the books and I cannot thank you enough for all of you that have been tuning in. This has been a whirlwind of fun and I'm really, really enjoying it. So I'm going to be bringing regularly scheduled podcast episodes every Tuesday and Friday, along with some bonus ones with my husband, with friends. I'm just really, really excited about it. My one ask, and it's a big ask, is for you to screenshot this or share the link with anyone that you think would benefit from having this in their life. With so many podcasts out there, it's it's hard to be seen and known. So I'm hoping that with the help of you, the help of my community, that more people will continue to see Epic.